how LinkedIn changed my career. Like it really did. And for some of you, you're real active on LinkedIn right now. For others, you don't pay any attention to it. You don't care about it. I'm going to, I wanted to do an episode on this because I think you should care about it. Most of you should, if you, if you're not, if you don't have that app on your phone, if you're not checking that site, like once a week or once every few weeks, I, I think you're making a big mistake. And I, I want to take inside some of the conversations I've had with some of my colleagues over the last year or so about LinkedIn and, uh, and tell you about how they reacted and, and what it's done for me. It actually has played a pretty big role in my ability to leave the firm that I left and be on my own. And, um, well, it's had a, it's had a big impact. Plus I want to share some stats. So, um, if you're not a LinkedIn junkie, I think you'll find value in this. If you are, I'm going to share some ideas, some tips on how I use it and what, and, and why I think that, um, you might consider using it this way as well. That's what I want to talk about in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. I guess I should start off the episode where I'm talking about LinkedIn by making sure that all of you, each one of you is connected with me, that we're connected on LinkedIn. So if you haven't been on the app or the website in a while, go get on it. I, I think that's going to be one of the clear messages of this podcast. You'll have to decide whether or not you agree or find value in my case for it. Um, and I don't have any financial interest, obviously, in the website. I just I think there's a strong case for anybody who's professional, who's got a career, who's trying to, you know, it, it wants to be connected to other professionals. I think I think you're crazy if you're not on there. I'll, I'll make the case for it in a second. But if you haven't connected with me on LinkedIn yet, will you just, you can either swipe up or swipe over, depending on what app you're in. You'll see the link to, to, to connect with me on LinkedIn. Tap on that and go do that if you haven't done it already, or just search for me on, uh, on the app or on the website and make sure you connect with me. I also, you all like, seriously, it would be, I, I, I wish you would send me a direct message. A, a, a lot of you have, but many of you haven't. And, and one of the disadvantages or the challenges of hosting a podcast is you can't see the audience. Like you don't know who's out there and the statistics aren't real good because there are all these different apps that, 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 uh, access the podcast. So there's no central place to be able to see how many people are listening and all of that sort of stuff. Spotify just recently, they become the most, uh, the biggest podcasting app in the world in just the last few months. And now Apple's made some announcements. I don't know if you saw that in the last uh, week or two where they're going to try to go after um, cause Apple used to be the biggest podcast app, not anymore. Spotify is, um, and, and so there's kind of a battle going on there, but, but Spotify just released all these statistics. And so I was looking through some of the stats in Spotify. So this is only people who listen in Spotify to this podcast. And it was crazy. Like we're number one, like it, th- that one of the stats they show you is where your listeners are, what country they are. So the U S no surprise is, is the country where we have the most listeners, but Latvia, is number two, like Latvia. And I've actually had a few people from Latvia direct message me. Some of you who are in Latvia and listen, hello, how are you? (laughs) You've messaged me and I've actually connected with a few of you and we've had a conversation. Number three is Australia for me. Four is Belgium. Five is Mexico. 
that's where uh, where where people listen to this podcast. So will you just message me, shoot me a direct message on LinkedIn? Hey, Russ, I want you to know I listen to the podcast or I listen to it once or whatever. Um, that would be super valuable. So if you haven't done that, um, that would be I, I, I would love it if you would. OK, let me get into I'm going to tell you a quick story. This is going to be a short episode of of why I think you should care about LinkedIn. I just within the last week um, surpassed the 10,000 follower mark on LinkedIn, um, which compared to a lot of people's nothing. I, I want that number to be like four or five or six times that. But uh, I've gained about 3,000 followers. A third of that audience has come in just the last uh, eight or nine months. So about 3,000 people have additional people have followed me on LinkedIn in, in the last, uh, in, in, in just the last year or less. And so I'm, I'm growing pretty good and I'm committed to growing that even more. Why? Um, because I want to impact more leaders. I want my, I want what I, the message I'm spreading, the tips I'm giving, the insight, the observations. I want it to reach as many people as I possibly can with the hope that I'm bringing value, right? That's why I do the podcast. That's why I send out the article to the email list at russhill.me every week. That's why I, I post on LinkedIn every day. That's why I'm doing all these, why I've written two books in the last year, just trying to impact as many leaders as I possibly can, because I know how hungry I have been throughout my career and I continue to be for any help in leading people. I know how much that impacts as you strengthen your ability to lead people. It has a massive impact at home, at church or in uh, community groups or civic groups. And most definitely at work, obviously, right? The, the better you can get, the more effective you can get at leading people. The, it's just going to impact your life in lots of ways. It's going to increase your potential and your legacy, your, your impact. And so, so I want to reach as many people as possible. So LinkedIn is one place where I, I try to do that. I, I, I've got all these stats. I'm not going to share any of them, but it's crazy to look at the statistics for LinkedIn um, it's the most trusted social media platform. That's no surprise, right? I mean, Facebook and Twitter, what huge controversies about those in uh, in the election year and last year, right? And um, I, I backed off of using those quite a bit, just a personal thing. I still get on them sometimes, but not nearly what I used to. And um, But I'm, I spend more time on, on LinkedIn. And it doesn't have all the political garbage. People are on their best behavior. There's no family fights on LinkedIn or, yeah, on LinkedIn. There's, and, and people don't tend to argue. It's just, ah, it's just a refreshing experience. Yeah, there's a lot of, I get a decent amount of spam and people trying to sell me crap and, and that sort of thing. And some of the, if you go through the feed, some of it's just garbage, but, um, but I'll, I'll take that compared to what I find on some other social media platforms. So that, that's, that's, it's really interesting to look at the stats and, and the percentage of people and how many professionals are on there. If you Google my name, one of the top two or three results is my profile on LinkedIn. So that's probably going to be true for you too. So that's really important because it, it, it my profile on LinkedIn is like my my professional business card. It's my homepage, if you will, to the world. And it is for you too. It used to be that I used to view my LinkedIn profile as my resume and I wasn't looking for a job. So why in the world would I care what's on my profile? And then I realized, no, it's not a resume. It's a, it's a, it's a brochure to people who are researching you to either work for you, work with you, hire you. Um, 
getting ready for a lunch meeting or a networking group or heard about you from a friend or whatever it might be. I don't care what industry you're in. The chances are somebody somewhere at some point is searching for you on LinkedIn. And so if you look at my profile, it's not all that, but, but what I've tried to do is make it a, a brochure, not a sales piece, because that's gross, but, but make it a, um, hey, here's who I am. This is what I do. And, and this is how, um, what, what value I might be able to bring to you. So it's not a resume for a potential jobs a, a company or employer. It's a it's a brochure or a one page, if you will, for somebody who's looking into me or or has heard my name or found out about me. So that's one thing I would have you consider. And and you could spend some time probably on your LinkedIn. If you don't have a picture, or even a profile, or you aren't even there, man, you probably should be there. And and so let me kind of tell you the story about how it's impacted me. So I um. I, I, when I post a LinkedIn and it might be a picture of my daughter, her senior picture, I posted that with some comments about something that happened, um, where she taught me a really powerful lesson, uh, in her example, I posted that and got a ton of response to it. And, um, and then I post things like, um, you know, videos, uh, me teaching certain concepts or a thought that I had it doesn't have to be elaborate, but I'm just putting out some content from time to time. It's really interesting because when you look at who's looking at that content, you can't see individuals, uh, but you can see what companies or where they're at or what industry they're in or what position they have. It's really interesting who's looking. And, and most of you are like me, you see content on any social media platform and you probably don't click like, or don't make a comment, but you're consuming it. You're the, you're the, the silent majority who are looking, but not really engaging or interacting with it. And so I've learned that. And if you look at it, a lot of people who are at organizations that I've worked with in the past are still they're They're consuming my content. And I can, I can tell you what companies they are. It, it tells me on LinkedIn that, hey, you've got this many people from that company who saw this post. And so it's a touch point for me with past clients or organizations. It keeps me in front of those people. And, let, and some of them I'm talking to every week. They're still a current client and we're working together. Others, I haven't, I haven't done any business with them in three years. I haven't had a contract with them. It's been, you know, they hired me to speak at something three years ago and that's it. But yet I've got 22 of their executives who are regularly consuming my content. Well, do you think there's any value in that? <laughs> like huge, right? Because I'm keeping front and center with them and they're, 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 they're seeing me and it's a touch point and it's not some slimy sales email you know, newsletter that I'm sending them trying to, trying to bring value when they're thinking, man, you're just clogging my inbox that they're actually seeing stuff. So there for you, the same is probably true, whether it's a, a future potential business partner, whether it's an investor, whether it's somebody who, um, you might want to hire or recruit or whether it's a potential customer. Um, number one, I think you ought to have your profile updated. Number two, I think you ought to post occasionally, even if it's once every month, just put something out there because I'm going to be looking into you when your name comes up in, in my life for whatever reason. So, um, I think you should be way more active on that, especially if you're in a B2B business or if you're recruiting, growing the company, I think, I think you should be way more active than that. Um, if you're in that space, 
But um, I know that's a hard, it's a hard sales pitch for me to make for you. The other thing I would say about LinkedIn is that if you're active on there, meaning you're on there at least once a month, you post a comment you, or you post a, you know, um, anything, a picture, a, a couple of sentences of something you're thinking, who gives a crap if anybody likes it or if you get many views on it, that doesn't matter. Um, what, what, one of the things I've discovered is it, it, when people see that you're active on there or have been within the last 30 days, they feel much more at ease reaching out to you if they have a desire to communicate with you. Let me give you a for instance. So when I left the firm that I was at uh, for the last several years, well, a lot of people that I've interacted with, the way they knew to get involved, get in touch with me was through my email address at that employer. Well, that went away. Well, they don't have my personal email address and they don't, they don't have my, you know, they may not have my cell phone number. You know, obviously certain clients I worked with closely, that one executive or those few executives at that company, they would have my cell phone number, but other people, you know, a VP or a director or somebody else who may have questions for me or be Ella, you recently left that company or gotten a promotion somewhere else. And now they, they're reaching out to me for whatever reason. They don't know, like, how do they get a hold of me? They don't have my cell phone number. They don't have my, my email address. Well, they got me on LinkedIn. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe the number of, um, the, the number of direct messages that I get. And because people see that I'm active, that I've been on the platform, they, uh, they know how to get a hold of me there. And so the, when I left the firm that I was at several of you, uh, several of the clients that, uh, that I have now and that have been added in just the last few months came through LinkedIn Somebody who direct messaged me said, hey, um, Russ, I've been following your stuff, whatever, whatever. I saw that you are coaching. Hey, can you tell me more about that? And then we just start a casual exchange, direct messages on LinkedIn. I can't tell you how, how much that's happened in just the last few months. So if you're not going out on your own, you're not starting a bit, none of that matters. It's just it, it is a place where I can get a hold of you and it's easy for me to know that I can, I can reach out to you. So networking, I wish that I had valued networking more earlier in my career. Some of you have been really good at it your whole life. Like my oldest son, Tyler, he's, he was a born networker, man. Like he came out of the womb and was just like shaking hands of other people, right? That was not me. Like I did not have that confidence um, and, and I didn't have that comfort level and, and I didn't really even like it, um, most of my life. And I didn't realize the value in it. Networking was like this dirty word. And now I realize, man, there's this networking event or tons of your clients or potential employees or colleagues or peers or whatever it might be. They're all talking, they're all hanging out on this social media platform once a week, once a day, several times a day. And if you're not, if you're not involved, if you're never there, you're missing out. So if you're a professional and you're trying to go places in your career and you're spending more time on, on Instagram or some of these other social media platforms, I mean, if you're getting business out of it and you're getting value out of it, cool, keep doing it. But one of the things I had to come to the realization on within the last year was, Russ, how many customers and clients are you getting off of Instagram? Like, how's that building your career? Yes, there are a lot of people, but is that really your demographic? And are they looking for you there? No, 
Some people are, and I've and some of you have direct messaged me on Instagram, but I've gotten way more over on LinkedIn. So anyway, this is not a LinkedIn commercial, and maybe it's already become too much of that. But I I, I wanted to do this episode, even though it's a little bit different, just because I, I don't know how many of you are taking advantage of what's out there. I wasn't. And oh, I forgot to tell you one other thing real quick. Um, I mentioned in, in, in the first minute or two of this podcast that I, about probably two years ago, after I really started to get into LinkedIn and discovered like, wow, there's a lot here. And I hired two LinkedIn consultants. Like personally, I paid them out of my pocket to do sessions and evaluate my profile and coach me on how can I use this platform and and I paid for a course or two. I mean, I like when I go into something, I go into it, right? So I wanted to know what this was and how to be effective on it. And, and, and so I got super excited and I started to have some results on it. It was impacting my, my business. It, it was impacting my clients. And, uh, and so I, I got super excited about it and I started sharing it with some people at our firm. In fact, our firm asked me to, um, host a couple of meetings for what we call senior partners, uh, at, at the firm. And so I got on there, I'm like, guys, and you, you got to see what this is and you all ought to be doing it. I got more eyes rolled, more people that were yawning, like, seriously, you think that's what we ought to be spending time on? I had to come, like, I had to come to this meeting. Yeah. Good luck with that, Russ. A few people got got interested and and reached out to me personally and and they were super active for like a week, like they posted stuff, they were engaged on it, and then they just they I talked in the last episode about consistency, like they just they died on it, and so it didn't impact them at all. So I know some of you are having that same effect, and so I'll wrap this up. But for me, you all, LinkedIn's had a major impact, and I think for professionals, I think for people who are. Um, trying to grow their career, who, who are going to be hiring talent, who care um, about networking and all that sort of stuff, I think you ought to be on there. I think you ought to be paying some attention to it. And um, I'm happy to, if you've got questions um, that I might be able to help uh, with, feel free to direct message me and I'll give you whatever little expertise I have on it. But I just wanted to make sure and share the experience I had had with the, uh, with the hope that maybe some of you could benefit from from digging in a little deeper on that as well. Okay, so there are my thoughts on LinkedIn. Okay, do me a quick favor. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, just tap on that subscribe or follow button. And if you haven't left a review yet, rated us on whatever app you're using, would you just take five and a half seconds and do that? Leave whatever star rating you feel is appropriate. If you've got 10 extra seconds, type in a sentence or two and leave a review. I've been terrible about asking for that. And it would be very meaningful if you would do either of those things. Thanks so much. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're healthy. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. Are you getting my emails as well? Every week, I'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others. Are you seeing these? If you're not, join the more than 5,000 people who are reading them. They've subscribed for free. Just go to russhill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at russhillmyname.me. At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. Russhill.me.